Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Welcome to the Viewers Anonymous podcast. I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. Yo, what's going on with you, Brody? Can't call it, man. Just glad to be uh be doing the second part of the week, man. It felt like yeah. it felt like a month. We were just out for a week, man. It felt like a month, man. Um, because I'm just yeah. so used to doing two pies a week, you know, possibly yeah. three when I do the uh the solo joint, but just mm-hmm. glad to be, you know what I'm saying, getting back on schedule, man. But uh, but everything been all right, man. But how you doing? How everything going? Man, my work life is shit, man. Oh, man. They took away our earphones, bro. We can't listen to, we can't listen man, to music and shit no you more. You fucking, hey, I'm quitting. Man, I, I want to so bad. But I found a way to sneak my AirPods. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm still listening to it. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm still listening to my pods and shit, so. But you know what I'm saying? Now I gotta I gotta keep my head on the swivel while I'm at work so I don't get caught with the AirPods in. Hey man, you need to get you some of the uh Raycon joints. Hey nah, you, you, you can't have none of them shits, bro. So how are you listening? Because I got my AirPods in. But you know, I, I wear a, a, a hoodie at work, so I keep my hood on all that. And then like when, oh. when I got my mask on, it, it pulled my hoodie down over my ears and shit, so you can't yeah. see that. So I just oh. I just stay away from everybody when I uh, <laughs> that way I got to talk to everybody. <laughs> the re- the reason I say that is because like if you get the the one joint like they go in your ear you can't even see them oh, like word. You really, like oh man you, they go like in your ear like yeah and then they come in certain colors and shit like I got some red ones mm-hmm. and like dude you barely can even see them joint because like you know the the like the regular uh AirPods or whatever they you hang can down. see it hanging from your ear. Yeah. The Raycons don't. They go in your ear. But so can you still hear everything around you with them in? Well, I only wear one at a time. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to answer that yeah, question. Because no. I don't I don't yeah. wear I don't wear both in my ear. Yeah. When I'm working, I just wear the one side. Mm-hmm. But, but then also, I mean, even with my AirPods, like when it's constantly playing a podcast, like that motherfucker gonna die midday. Mm-hmm. So you need another one to put in. So so well, see, I always I gotta, brought one. The only reason I'm asking because you gotta have I gotta have two of them in. You know what I'm saying? Because you know I'll be around all them that the power tools and machines and stuff. So yeah. it's a it's a a bunch of loud noise. So my iPod Pro, you know, I got the pros. So with them, they got the noise cancellation. So I just mm-hmm. hit the noise cancellation, turn on the pod, and set it on low, and I can still be able to kind of hear everything around. Me. But you know what I'm saying? The only thing is like we actually have like uh the headphones for work so like mm-hmm. they got headphones that you can use you know what I'm saying that's OSHA approved and all that so we had them but somebody somebody almost got hit by uh a forklift cuz they was on their phone switching was they said they were switching music but I don't think they're switching no fucking music it ain't oh, that hard man. to switch no music but um yeah so they told us you know what I'm saying they they made it a, a factory wide mandate that nobody can have them in so now mm-hmm. the QC dude, who is also the safety dude, he goes around and makes sure that everybody got headphones in. So I have to, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I have to basically get the the earplugs 
put them behind my ears so the cord can hang down. Yeah. And then put my ear my AirPods in and then put my hoodie on so they can't see them. So yeah, yeah. man, I'm I feel like a criminal in there right now. Man, that is a quittable offense, my guy. Like hey, I, if I yeah, couldn't if I, I couldn't man. listen to my podcast while I'm working, you, man, I am not staying at that job. Because I always tell I people, it's a wrap. I'm going crazy. Man, I'm telling you, I tell people all the time that like what it's first of all, when I tell people like yo, like in November, I'd be at FedEx for 14 years. Mm-hmm. And I tell people that, and <clears throat> I'd be like, man, this is the thing. I was like, it's not hard work to me because I said, yeah, my body's working. Mm-hmm. I said, but my mind ain't. It's I said, it. because it, I'm gone. Don't, don't, I'd be so engulfed into in the podcast, it's like mm-hmm. it, it don't feel like I'm necessarily working. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I couldn't do it, man. If I could, oh, I, will podcast, say this, I couldn't do it. I will say this though: the JBP almost got me caught. Oh man, what the Nick Cannon episode? Nah, just you know what I'm saying. The one Nick Cannon episode, but you know, because Joe be playing music throughout the throughout the pod. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? He in the sleeper segment, man. They they played a couple bangers. I got the bob in my head, and I had to catch myself. Like, fuck, you can't do that, man. You gonna tell me? <laughs> you gonna tell hey, me yourself? Bro. Hey, just just tell them, like, yo, man. I had the song just playing in my head, man. man. I was just jamming. You know what I mean? I, I don't even, I don't even want the attention on me like that, man. So right now, I'm just, I'm focused. You know what I'm saying? I I keep my head on the swivel, but I keep my hoodie on at all times. People be thinking I'm crazy because I, I wear a hoodie to work with a shirt over it. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? We be working in the, the factory get like 101 sometimes. They be like, man, how you keep that fucking hoodie on all day? I'm like, shit, I ain't got no choice but to keep the hoodie on all day. <laughs> Especially now. Like, shit, now I can't do, I can't take this motherfucker off, man. If I take this motherfucker off, y'all gonna die. Damn. Not die. Hey, man, listen. Eight hours listening to power tools and the thing See? that goes look and then it's a it's a we we i work in this thing sometimes called the hood but it's like a big ass vacuum for like dust and shit and the yeah. whole time all you hear is so i'm listening to that shit all day i'm listening to different power tools all day nah bro i got i gotta hear i gotta hear pod bro dude man i know one day i had like the bluetooth joints in mm-hmm. and them bitches I guess it didn't charge the night before. Oh. And I didn't have like no spare cause then cause I used to carry spare uh headphones with mm-hmm. me because I started doing that after that happened. And dude, yeah. and all you hear is the engine of that truck. Mm-hmm. Man, I think but I almost went stir crazy, but I, was, I can't the, do this, man. It be the day be so long, bro. So long, man. And all you hear is that truck. Man, and every bump you hit, you hear the metal and the boxes mm-hmm. bouncing around. Like, nah, man, I I can't do this. That shit sound like depression, bro. Every it time, is depression. Every time, I, every time I go in there without headphones in, it just sounds like depression all throughout the factory. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. Not at all. Not at all. It. So, um, <clears throat> man, let's get into you know what I'm saying one of my favorite segments of the show, man. Um, this is the one where you know what I'm saying we give you guys a little uh a hint into uh what we do outside of the uh, episodes, you know what I'm saying, the stuff we like to watch, man. It's called what we watching. So what you watching this week? Well, I don't even know. Well, I got two, but mm-hmm. I do gotta mention something just because we've been off for a week. Um I'm not gonna get into it because you know, you never know what can happen. Mm-hmm. But 
Stranger Things is the shit. That's oh, all I'm saying. Man. Hey, they um, killing this season. Yeah, that's 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 all I'm gonna say. But I got two this week, man. Um, mm-hmm. one it's an HBO uh, movie, HBO original. Um, it came out starring the dude Ben Foster, mm-hmm. um, called Survivor, and basically he was he was a boxer. Uh, it's based on a true story uh, of this boxer guy uh, back in the so this had to be the fifties had to be the fifties because uh, he was uh, one of the Jewish people who was in the concentration camps and what they ended up doing was the Germans wanted him to start entertaining the other um, like the other officers and shit. Mm-hmm. So what he had him doing was instead of them just sending like these people to Hold the on, gas real quick, tank, real quick, okay. real quick. I forgot. I sorry for cutting you off, but you gotta call them Nazis. Don't call them Germans. Oh yeah, Nazis. Yeah, Nazis. Good, great point. So <clears throat> the Nazis would have him instead of just sending them straight to the gas chamber. Mm-hmm. He would have he would force him to beat them to death in a boxing match. So he would basically have to beat the shit out of them to to death, basically. Mm-hmm. And so what the movie is about, like he ended up becoming a professional boxer after mm-hmm. the war, but he still had all that trauma from what he did back then because he was basically killing his own people. You know, oh, while shit. he was, you know, while he was doing this stuff for the Nazis and stuff. And then like there's also like a love story in it because there was a woman who got scooped up when they was walking down the road together and she threw a rock at the Nazis for some stupid ass reason and they scooped her ass up and took her. And um so he'd been looking li- people be doing some wild shit. <laughs> so uh he ended, he ended up he ended up finding <laughs> once they got once they was old as fuck and he already yeah. had a family and kids and all this type of shit. But um, it's it's an interesting movie, man. Like I said, I looked up, I did the true story mm-hmm. thing. I looked up to see what the real boxer looked like, mm-hmm. and you know all the people during that time, and end up being a end up being a, a okay movie. They're not really promoting it like that, yeah. But um, but it's called The Survivor on HBO. Um, the other thing that I watched, brand new movie just came out Wednesday. You know what I'm saying I had to get on it because I thought people were gonna be talking about it today. Um, was Hustle, the new Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, it um, came out on Netflix, right? Yeah, it came out on Netflix. Um, Adam Sandler, Queen Latifah, and cameos from everybody. But um, but when it comes to Anthony Edwards, he's not a cameo. Like He's like actually in the movie. Uh, Kenny Smith is actually in the movie. Oh, wow. Um, basically, Adam Sandler is a scout for, mm-hmm. uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers. And He's one of the scouts to go over and look at the European talent. And mm-hmm. Robert Duvall, he has he's in like two scenes, but he's the owner of the team. <laughs> ben Foster again. Mm-hmm. Ben Foster is the son who wants to take over for his dad and all that type of shit. So long story short, um Robert Duvall tell Adam Sandler that he's gonna be able to become he's gonna give him um uh, an assistant assistant coach job mm-hmm. so he don't have to keep traveling because he missed Nine of his daughter's birthdays because he was always overseas scouting talent. Well, Robert Duvall dies, so now the son takes over. Mm-hmm. And this is in the very beginning of the movie. And he's like, Yo, 
and what happened was, so when he was scouting these these European kids, the the kid that that the son wanted was like, "Yo, I want him. He's a great player. This that is that." But Adam Sandler was like, "Yo, I've been watching this kid. He don't mm-hmm. play defense. He don't pass the ball. All he does is score." And he was like, "If you draft him, it's gonna be a mistake." Well, when Robert Duvall dies, he drafts the kid. Now he regrets it. Now he was like, yo, I don't want you to be an assistant coach no more. I want you to go find me another talent over there. He was like, yo, like I'm an assistant coach. You know, and he was like, I told you not to draft the dude. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he goes overseas, and basically what the movie is about is he sees a kid playing street ball. Mm-hmm. Like he's scouting all these other kids, but he sees a kid playing street ball and he's playing in work boots and construction oh, boots. Shit. And he busting this dude ass. So he goes up to him and starts talking to him. And the reason that the dude stopped playing basketball, well, organized basketball, is because he started work construction because he has a daughter and his mom and his dad left. So mm-hmm. he basically had to start paying the bills and whatnot. So he ended up talking him into trying out for um, the scouting combine and all this type of shit. So that's like okay. basically the movie. Um, but it's interesting seeing Adam Sandler play like these roles where like he's I mean of course he's gonna throw a little one liner here and there but like mm-hmm. it's you know it's yeah, primarily yeah it's primarily a serious role. And like I said, man, everybody's in it. Man, Mark Jackson, Dr. J, Dirt Nevisk, everybody's in it. Mm. All the NBA players are in it. But it's produced by LeBron James and Maverick Carter. But end up being an all right movie. Not the greatest movie. It's not the greatest Adam Sandler movie, but you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It was it was a, it was a pretty pretty good movie. I mean, but, uh, it's for Netflix, so I know they got paid. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, you know, he got to deal with Netflix. So yeah. So what I seen was uh, the Survivor <laughs> on HBO, a movie, and Hustle on Netflix, and that's a movie as well. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so for me, man, um, I have two as well. Um, my first one, <coughs> excuse me. It's a new season of Love, De- uh, Love, Death, and Robots on um, Netflix, man. Fire, fire, fire. It's a, uh anthology series, so you know what I'm saying? It's like Black Mirror meets uh, anime. You know what I'm saying? I talked about Love, Death, and Robots before, but they got a new season out. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of different episodes about a bunch of different things. Um, it's It's great animation. Um, the the episodes, you know, what I'm saying they're not too long. Some of them are long, some of them are short. It's just a, it's it's like a nice, you know, what I'm saying? it's just a nice show to, to sit back and watch. They got a lot of different meanings in some of the shows. Some of them is just wild ass episodes. So I mean, it's just something nice to watch if you're in the Black Mirror. You'll definitely love love Death and Robots. And then uh, <clears throat> my second one, of course, man, it's the boys, man. So I knew saying? you were gonna say it. That's why I didn't say it. Yeah, new episode dropping today. Can't wait to uh, watch it once we get done with this one. Um, I'm well. I might have to wait till the game is over. Actually, uh, but man, let me tell you something. I, I heard. Um, if you haven't, if you haven't heard, I'm doing a, a pod shout out real quick. If you haven't heard the Ringerverse pod, um, check it out. It's by um, what's Bill Simmons? What's the name? The Ringer. Duh. The yeah, it's called the Ringerverse. Uh, <laughs> but the, show, <laughs> the show is called the Ringerverse, man. It's two different podcasts in one. 
So what they do is they have one where it's an instant reaction podcast with Van Lathan and Charles Holmes and the um and a host of other people. And then it's another one with Mallory Rubin, and I forgot what the new girl's name is. It's something Robinson, I forgot what her name is. But basically, um you get two podcasts in one. So you get one where it's an instant reaction, and then you get other one where it's a deep dive where they kind of go deeper into the episode, give you certain information and certain facts. The instant reaction is like soon as it drops. The next day, they talking about it. You know what I'm saying? And they call themselves the Midnight Boys because they basically wait till midnight to, you know what I'm saying, watch it and all that shit. So I always listen to the instant reaction ones, depending on uh, what it is. I also listen to the deep dive ones. But the instant reaction ones, I do all of those. So, yeah, man, that's uh, that. I heard a little info on that pod about, um, and, this, and I told you this in the text, but basically, this season is supposed to be like a uh, an origin story for ML. So, and for people who don't know who that is, that's the character that Laz Alonzo plays um, for the boys. So, is this is supposed to be his? Um, it's basically supposed to be his origin story. They talk about how his dad ended up getting killed by the Soldier Boy character. Um, they talk about how he ended. Up, he used to be a suit. Like, all kind of shit. So, it's going to be a lot of shit that come out in this season that a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, unless you actually read the comics and you already know, like, there's going to be a lot of shit in here that's shocking. So, I can't wait for this shit. I can't wait to see how they put it out. Um, and then they was talking about the Soldier Boy character who is, uh, I didn't know this, he was the prototype for Homelander. So... Oh, that didn't surprise yeah, so basically the group before them, I think they was called Payback, they supposed to be like the the um the Marvel version of the soups in that world. And then the the seven is supposed to be like the Justice League. So like <laughs> Black Noir is supposed to be Batman, Homelander is supposed to be Superman, Maeve is supposed to be uh Wonder Woman, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. The the deep is supposed to be Aquaman. Um <clears throat> and then uh, a train supposed to be the Flash. Uh, the only one that changed up was the Starlight character. She's supposed to be like the version of Green Lantern. So you know what I'm saying. This new one, I want to see how they put that together. You know what I'm saying to see what they do with that. So I know we've seen um, we've seen Soldier Boy in the last episode. We seen I forgot what his sidekick's name was. It was oh, so uh, that new dude's supposed to be Shazam. Maybe, I don't know. The uh, I forget because uh, the one that they doing the contest with. Yeah, they just won yeah. the contest. I mean, yeah. he might. I don't know. I ain't, I ain't really never seen his powers, so I mean, I don't know. But I like the way that they they kind of twist everything up, and the way that they do everything and and make it as realistic as possible. It's you know what I'm saying they they already had some wild scenes already. You know what I'm saying with the, the whole termite thing was crazy. Mm-hmm. My nigga was doing some wild shit with his boyfriend, and I was like, yo, yo that shit was... That was, yo, hold on, we got to talk about it real quick, yo, real quick, yo, yo, this bro. motherfucker can get small like the Ant-Man, this, yeah. my man went into my dude dick, and started rubbing the inside of the walls of my dude dick, and then fucking sneeze, this nigga in half, bro, yo, this shit is crazy, yeah, 
Yeah, and then like the whole the whole little thing of like how they had the head of the dick look me and my man just walked into it. Yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. Yeah, these no, people is wild. Did you see did you see the, the last episode where the dude that be flying and shit when they was they did the flashback and the dude was flying and she was like, Yo, get down. He was like, What, I can't fly here? She was like, No, what if they see you and find out where the fuck we are? And then that nigga was trying to fly off and that missile hit him. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah. bro, this show, hey, this show is crazy. Then we find out Black Noir is really a black dude. Yeah, man, listen, bro. This I like this show, man. Shout out yeah, to Giancarlo Esposito, too. He plays, um, Yo, I think the dude's name is Stan. No, shout out to, uh, uh, what's the main character name? That's Dayton Starlight. Um, Huey. Do you know who Huey is? Mm-mm. Yo. He is Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son. Huh? I was like, get the fuck out of here. How old is I, he? I think he's like, I think he's like mid to late 20s. Really? Yeah. Man, I thought I that looked nigga on, was like I looked a little on, bit older than me. I looked on IMDb because I was just looking because I because there was one character I didn't know uh, who that was. So I went on IMDb and I just mm-hmm. and I saw that his last name is Quaid. I was like, I only know two Quaids. <laughs> I was like, Randy Quaid and Dennis Quaid. Like, and then I clicked <laughs> on I clicked on him and it said the son of Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. I'm like, wow, get the fuck out of here! I, had I didn't no know. Idea. I didn't know Meg Ryan had a kid. I mean, I didn't know she was that old. Yeah, Meg Ryan old. I didn't know that. She old. For some right. odd reason, like well, I, I anytime I see Meg Ryan, I think of Sleepless in Seattle, so that's the only way I see her. See, see, I think of another movie, one of my guilty pleasure movies. You know what I'm oh, saying? See, she, she played in uh, In the Land of Women. I ain't never seen that. That, that movie was all right though. Um, I basically, I don't <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's all right. Basically, uh, uh, oh, dude. So the main character, uh, girlfriend breaks up, and she's like uh, a model, right? Mm-hmm. So she breaks up with him. <laughs> so he goes stay with his grandma. You know what I'm saying? So he flies out to Michigan. I think it was Michigan. He's from LA, but uh, flies out mm-hmm. to Michigan to stay with his grandma for a while. And the lady across the street is Meg Ryan, and the daughter is Kristen Stewart. And oh. so they, uh, he ended up. I forget who he spoke. I think he was talking to Meg Ryan first. And then, like, that, she just kind of, like, used her daughter to, like, get him, like, just because she could tell he was depressed about losing his girlfriend. But mm-hmm. she was just, like, you know, just for somebody you can hang out with while you're here. And he was older than her because he was, like, in college and she was in yeah. high school. So she was just, like, not trying to hook them up. Right. It was just more of, like, hey, this is somebody you can hang out with, you know, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. And, um, and his grandma was going through like some shit. Like she would like open the door with no pants on and shit. You know, she was just getting old. And she always yeah. talked about how she was about to die and shit. He's always <laughs> telling the grandma, stop saying you finna die. And yeah. <clears throat> so um so basically what ended up happening is he ended up really because if I'm not mistaken, because I haven't seen it in a while, I think me and Ryan's husband was cheating on her and she ended up getting cancer. So she ended up going through chemo and shit. And so he, but he ended up kind of 
really kind of like falling in love with Meg Ryan. Of course. Even though he kissed the daughter. Yeah. But it wasn't his fault because she kind of like came on to him kind of yeah. thing. And, but I can't really explain it, man. It, it was just one of those movies. Wild where ass I, movie. It's, it's a wild ass movie and I really like it. I think it's my dude named Adrian Brody. Is it? Yeah. No. No, 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 not, not the one, not the, no, this is the uh one dude used to play in this one TV show back in the day. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like, I don't know, man, it's just one of those movies, man, I just, I just really like it, like, every time I see it on, I watch it, it's, it's, just, it's one of those movies, man, it's, it's a chick flick, it's all the way chick flick, but. Yeah, that got, that got to be some lifetime shit, that sounds like some shit, that's a lifetime <laughs> movie. <laughs> nigga, grandma got all timers. This nigga is a troublemaker, and he kicked me with a, a high school girl, and he in love with the mom, but the mom get cancer. Her husband cheat. Nigga, that sounds like a lifetime. <laughs> and they fall in love. Yeah, that's. Mm-mm. But they don't get together though, because he end up going back because he uh he was a I think he was a writer, and so basically what oh, he yeah, did definitely a lifetime movie. Like he used like he used like the shit that he was going through when he went out there with his grandma, mm-hmm. and he kind of like wrote a book or whatever, whatnot. It became um, successful. Well, it don't show that. It don't show that because no, the movie okay. ends when he tells uh, Meg Ryan basically that you know that he was going back to L.A. or whatnot, mm-hmm. and um, so that was basically how the movie ended. But it was it was a good it was a good movie though, man. Like I say, man, okay. it's a chick flick. If y'all like chick flicks, you know what I'm saying? You have to go yeah. check that out in the land of women. Yeah, um, yeah, and hit us back up and tell us what you think about this movie. This movie, I'm gonna watch this. I'm intrigued now because when you said the in the land of women, I'm thinking like, oh yeah, this is about to be some cool shit. Like, dude, nah. move over there, he fall in love, have you know what I'm saying? Get the mom and up, you know what I'm saying? Knock up the mom, probably some shit like that. The girl fall in love with him. She become this. I mean, he become her stepdad. You know, all kind of weird shit, shit like that. No, 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 that didn't happen, but. Uh... But yeah, dude, I I had no idea Meg Ryan even. I mean, I guess I ain't surprised. I mean, her and Dennis yeah. Quaid around the same age, all that type of shit. So, same profession, all that. But but yeah. anyway, we got to get to the. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. So um, today, man, we doing extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile, man. This movie is a Netflix movie. It is about um, uh, a unique love story of Ted Bundy. Um, and it stars Zach Efron, the high school musical heartthrob. Um, <laughs> Haley Joel Osment. I didn't even know this nigga was still doing movies. Jim Parsons, John Malkovich, um, Lily Collins, and Kaya Skolder. Oh, oh, Skodelario, Skodelario. That's a hell of a last name. Um, <laughs> what that nigga, that nigga Webby say, boy, y'all got some names on this motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, man, this is a movie that um, talks about uh, Ted Bundy and, you know what I'm saying, everything that he was going through. But in the midst of all that, they was talking about how this nigga was uh, somehow a ladies' man. Yeah, and this movie really kind of captures... Um... What like how he met his uh, wife? Uh, mm-hmm. You technically have to say his first wife, um, Carol Ann, and like all that type shit. But like Ted Bundy, man, I don't know why he's just like he's one of those. 
And the main this is the really the main reason why I even really want to do this movie to have a Ted Bundy conversation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but because he's a he's one of the fascinating serial killers because of like the shit that he did and like just how smart he thought he was. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker broke out of prison twice. Like, <laughs> like and then, John Dillinger. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, it, it, it's it's some wild shit. Yeah. It, like, and then the thing is, he admitted to killing 30 women, but they believed that he killed more. Yeah, and, that's crazy, bro. And just the shit that he did at Florida State. Mm-hmm. That's the shit. That's wild. And I think I, I mentioned this on the coming soon because the wild thing about Ted was so Ted broke out. So he broke out the first time in um in June the seventh, nineteen seventy seven. And he mm-hmm. ended up um being recaptured on the thirteenth. The thing about it was the way he escaped that was so when he went to trial in Utah, he mm-hmm. represented himself because he went to law school, he didn't finish, but you know, you still yeah, have the right in the United States, you can represent yourself if you want. Yeah. So with them, with him saying that, they had to let him use the library at the courtroom. So mm-hmm. he would go into the library, and they would basically leave him in there by himself with no chains. So he ended up, he was, and they showed this in the movie where he kept he tie his boots real tight. He kept j- jumping out the bed, like getting his body used to, mm-hmm. you know, trying to take a, you know, because the the window was on the second floor of the mm-hmm. uh, of the court building. So it shows him jumping down, jumping down, jumping down, jumping down, trying to get his knees and ankles and stuff ready to make that jump. So finally, he makes a jump. He go hide out in the woods. Now, they don't show this part. This part I saw on the documentary. So he camps out in the woods for, I think, five days. And then he's recaptured, which I think, this is my theory. I think he got captured on purpose. Mm-hmm. Because I think that he knew that if I escape again, because he kept looking at then they showed this in the movie, he kept looking at the uh the light in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So basically what he had to do was when he was out there, he basically starved himself. So he came back probably like 10, 15 pounds lighter. Yeah. So I don't think he would have fit through that hole unless he lost weight. Oh, okay. And also I think the reason why he got captured on purpose was because with him jumping out during that trial, you can only do so much in that amount of time because they know you're gone. But if mm-hmm. you sneak out in the middle of the night, you give yourself a head start. Like there ain't no roadblocks and all this type of shit set up because they don't know you're gone yet. So I think he did that shit on purpose when he escaped the second time, because when he escaped the second time, when he went through that hole in the ceiling in his prison cell, mm-hmm. now this is what his story is. Now, y'all, this is, what I'm saying right now is not in this movie. We'll get to the movie, but this is not in the movie. We're talking to Ted Bundy here. So, he claims that he basically stole a car and he drove up north. He claims that he went to a fucking Michigan game. If I'm not mistaken, I think he said it was a Michigan-Ohio State game. I can't remember who they played, but he went. He claims he went to a Michigan game in Ann Arbor mm-hmm. as a fugitive. <laughs> went to a game and then made his way. Like after he left the game, he said that's when he, you know, he took his way down to uh, Florida, mm-hmm. and he ended up doing all the shit down in Florida, which we'll get to later. 
Um, but like just the shit that he did and the way that he captured his women, you know what I'm saying? Like faking injuries and shit just to get him close to his car and like shit. He decapitated uh, decapitated one woman and is which I get to that later because it's the scene that happens at the end of the movie that is, you know what I'm saying, really crazy. Mm-hmm. But Ted, I don't know, man. Ted Bundy to me was one he's a very interesting one because he he's one of those guys where it's like he kind of really had the potential to probably just be like I think that if he didn't let his compulsion take over, I think that he could have been doing this shit for a very long time. Yeah. Because <clears throat> the movie starts in 69 and it ends in 89. He dies in 89. So he basically went like 10 years of just killing women. And me and you talked about this when we did Mind Hunters. It was just like how is it was easier to be a serial killer back then because surveillance ain't what it was. And then plus when Ted Bundy first started, there were there wasn't even a such thing as a serial killer. You know what I'm saying? And because different police stations didn't communicate with each other. So if a body come up and then you go to another county and another body come up, they never connected the shit to the other body. So I don't know, man. Like how, like what like for from the information that you know or you heard or researched about Ted Bundy, like like what are your thoughts on Ted Bundy? Um well everybody knows that, you know what I'm saying, he's and it's weird even saying this that he's a famous serial killer. So we all know that shit, right? Only in America you could be famous for killing motherfuckers. But um I was I was shocked at the fact that this nigga was like a heart he was considered a heartthrob. Yeah. <laughs> like this nigga was killing bitches. And like they were in love with this dude, bro. Like, that was intriguing as fuck to me because it's like, you hear about, like, the one lady who married Charles Manson. You hear about, you know what I'm saying, like, the shit that Charles Manson did and how he was able to coerce and convince women, you know what I'm saying, to kill people for him and then even convince them so well that, you know, sometimes they would get their boyfriend to do it with them, you know what I'm saying, with the couple that did it. Like, just all kind of shit. And it just, it, it makes my mind tick on how some of these serial killers, bro, like just get away with some of this shit that they doing. And he, of course, we know he didn't get away, but I mean, just like in the moment, like, bro, like all of these women knew that this dude was a fucking murderer. But like, he had a following as if this nigga was like thirst trapping on Instagram. Full of women, bro. Like they saying they love them. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, you know what I'm saying? Just outside, like showing them love. I'm like, bro, what? Who are these wild, crazy women that falling in love with a nigga that's killing women? Yeah, hey, you're right. And I gotta make a correction here. Now, the first wife, because I, I mentioned the second wife name first. Mm-hmm. The first wife, and who the story is mainly. Based upon Liz. it's Liz Kendall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Carolyn. Carolyn's who he married the, in court. In, yeah, yeah. When he, <laughs> was, he, was trial, yeah. He, he literally married this woman on trial 
y'all listen, he was on trial for three first degree murders, three mm-hmm. attempted murders, and two counts in the state of Florida. And this motherfucker asked her to marry him in the courtroom. And it's legal in the state of Florida where you could do that and you're legally married. Mm-hmm. So that's what he did to Carol Ann. And this woman married this dude while he's in jail on trial for murdering three women and attempted murder on three other women. And she married him. Mm-hmm. Not only did she marry him, she got pregnant and had a child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on trial. So that's what like that's that's the one thing that's so weird about Ted Bundy, man. And like the details that came out about this trial is wow, which we'll get into that. But basically the synopsis is um this movie starts in 69, like I mentioned earlier. Um Ted runs into uh Liz at a bar. Liz is out for the first time because um I don't they never really talked about what happened to her baby's father. They didn't really talk about it in the movie. Mm-hmm. But she was a single mom and she ended up bringing to and that's another thing. I got to mention this. I hate I hate this I hate to do this but I got to. So she meets him at a bar first night. She brings him home and then the babysitter comes out while they're on the porch and the babysitter's like, "Yo, you can pay me later. You late. I'm just going home." Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's my babysitter. So you want to leave now? And he's like, no. And you let him in. And you let him see your kid. When well, you just met him. You just literally met the dude at the bar. the 60s and the 70s, man. True. True. It's probably, probably different. And then the next morning she wake up. My dude now got the baby out the crib. You know what I'm saying? He ended up cooking breakfast and shit. And got the baby sitting there drinking a bottle and eating cereal. So, <laughs> oh yeah, but, this was smooth. Oh, he was real smooth, and that's what I'm saying. Like he Where, raised. How the his, fuck you even know we got breakfast food, nigga? I know, like he ended up chopping up um tomatoes and and. and oh yeah, see, nah, that okay. That's that's the thing. That's that's where he took it too far. First and foremost, <laughs> if you don't live here, don't get your ass up grabbing shit and start cooking. You don't know what them tomatoes is for. <laughs> You just cutting it up and cooking it. Yeah, man. So, I, yeah, but you're right there. You make a good point. I mean, 60s, 70s, you know. Yeah, I mean, probably, it, was, it was super friendly around that time. And that was like yeah. coming right off of the whole, uh, no, that was actually what? Right in the middle of the whole like love thing, the hippie love shit. Yeah. So, uh, so, but he ended up basically raising this kid for, for like eight years. You know what I'm saying? Uh, helping her raise this kid. So yeah. this is the story that you get in this movie of him living a double life of being with this girl, longtime girlfriend that he ended up marrying her. And um, so this story is, is more about how he ended up getting caught the first time in Utah because he ended up running a stop sign. Mm-hmm. So basically, if Ted Bunny never would have got pulled over, now, okay, a, well, hold on, wait a minute. Now, probably before, like a thousand bodies by now. Before I go there, now they there was a sketch that was out in the state of Washington, mm-hmm. and people said oh, that kind of looked like Ted. And then people were saying that yo, there was a vote a, a Volkswagen bug, a Beetle involved, but at the mm-hmm. time that was the most popular car in America. So yeah, it's kind of hard so to zero it down. Volkswagen, yeah. Was popular. 
Yeah, that was very, it was very popular. You know what I'm saying? The, the Beetle um, and the, the, Nazis, and the uh, yeah, the Beetle in the minivan. Yeah, like so it, yeah, minute. so yeah, to say, yo, this sketch kind of looked like Ted, and he drove this car, but then you think, but like that girl said, that looked like by every white man in America, and, mm-hmm. and everybody drove that car, so mm-hmm. they couldn't really zero it down. But if he never would have got pulled over for running the stop sign, mm-hmm. we don't know what the shit, what would have happened. Cause she stuck by his side, even though, cause see, this woman that happened in Utah, she didn't die. She ended mm-hmm. up escaping, so she was able to testify. Cause when he went, when he got arrested in Utah, he got arrested for uh, for kidnapping. Yeah. So that's what he got arrested for there. But then, while he was on trial there, there was a murder in Colorado that they said that he fit the description of the murder in Colorado. So when he got found guilty for kidnapping, yeah, then he had to go to Colorado to face the trial of a murder there. Yeah. So it man, I'm telling you, like this guy, it, it was it, like for him, it was like the snowball effect. <laughs> it was like one one little thing, a, a stop sign. <laughs> Turned into <laughs> murder, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That's a hell of a that's a hell of a traffic ticket, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm Yo, telling that. this is the crazy shit, though, right? The fact that, like, in the '60s and '70s, you know what I'm saying? Like, the culture of the '60s and '70s was like free love, like nigga, drugs was popping. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of this shit was going on, and like when you think about like all of like the fucking illicit and lewd shit that was happening. It don't shock me like these dudes was like sexual deviants. No, it don't surprise me at all. Like this is this is when orgies got popping. Yeah, dude, they was like fucking at Woodstock. Like just Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why so like, like a dude like Ted Bundy, like that's why I say it's so fucking intriguing because on on one end, like he's his whole thing is killing women, but at the same time, because like everything, you know what I'm saying, the culture of the 60s and 70s with hippies and free love and you know what I'm saying, flower power and all that shit. Like, and then the drugs on top of that, like these women were going crazy for dude, bro. Yeah. Like that that's fucking like can you can you like there's no you there's no way that should have popped off today. No. No, 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 no. Like there's it, no it, way that should like I don't even we, we don't even have a famous serial killer right now. The last one and see we have mass shooting. Like we don't have no, yeah, word. Yeah, word. I'm saying like but but they not like the last one had to be um Damn, I hate to say it, but DC it sniper. got DC sniper. It gotta be. It gotta be them. Damn, because I was in high school. Was I? High that was like that was a school? little bit after nine eleven, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was around that time. So, so yeah, that's the last time. And the way that they mm. did it was a little different. They would. They would just see what makes them different was they were just sniping people. Just random, yeah. Like they, they wasn't, they wasn't like picking up women and fucking. No, I'm just saying, just like, just the fact that, like, how 
Like these niggas was these niggas was murdering people, like going on killing sprees. Yeah. But they was fucking famous. Like these niggas was like them their celebrities, and like they had groupies. Like nowadays, bro, like there would be like none of that could be possible. Like nobody yeah. is nobody was out there like oh the DC sniper take me nobody was on that. Nah, 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 nah. You know nah, what I'm saying? Because that was just that was what Charles Manson. That was I yeah. don't even think they were doing that for like John Wayne Gacy. I don't think they were doing that. Nah, for, like, hell nah, nah. Just, like, they weren't doing it. For, but I'm saying like even the remember like the I think the closest we got to it was the one dude uh, the felon bay dude. Remember that? All the girls was going crazy over that nigga name was like. Uh, something Meeks, Jordan Meeks, or some shit like that. That's a basketball player. No, that's Jody Meeks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, this nigga, this nigga last name was Meeks or something like that. I forgot what his first name was, but there was the felon bay dude. Like he had his mugshot posted, and like all these women was going crazy for this nigga. Oh, they had the tattoo thing on his neck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, had that the eyes and shit. Wow, yeah, that was going wild for that nigga. This nigga is like a celebrity Dude, he's now. A, like, yeah. He he's doing a, movies I thought he was in a video. Yeah, he doing movies. Yo, this shit is crazy. But I don't know what he did, though. He just, he was just a, a picture that girl thought was cute. Yeah, they just saw, I don't they know what saw he got his, locked uh, up for. They saw his mugshot and yeah, girl went crazy. I don't know. I got to find out what he got locked up for. But... I'm gonna I'm look that up now, but I just think it's crazy though. Like in that time, like with all the shit that was going on, they was killing motherfuckers, bro. And it was just like motherfuckers didn't care about that shit. Like nigga yeah. literally had his face in the paper. Like you could literally see it in the paper, and like a woman saw that and was like, "Damn, he fine." Like yo, this nigga is he's a killer. Yeah, and see, Jeffrey Dahmer was gay, so I guess yeah. that's why they didn't go crazy over him. But um, but that Jeffrey Dahmer was a weird looking motherfucker too, though. Yeah, he was. Charles Manson was too. That's why I understand how he was getting out of them hoes, bro. I don't either. But that's what I said, bro. Watch, the sixties and seventies are wild fucking time. If you if you if you watch if you watch uh, and I Jeremy Meeks, this, that's his name. Jeremy Meeks. Oh, um, I spoke about this. You know, anytime we ever talked about serial killers, is there was a show that had two seasons uh, called Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And it's about Charles Manson and yeah. like the early years, like before. See, like this was more of like like before and right around the time of that one killing when he sent them in the house, you know, to kill that family or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, they say he was a charming dude. He could sing. You know, he was trying to get a record deal um, and all that type shit. Yeah, like Charles Manson, he tried to get a record deal. And um, he used to play the guitar and he would sing. Mm-hmm. And um. But yeah, they 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 showed that um, where they played that out in Aquarius. It used well, to that's be the, that's the perfect time for all that shit because that was the singer songwriter era. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So and that's probably that's what he, he getting them though. Yeah, and he was pissed off because you know what I'm saying. He, he, his breaking career, but yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that nigga like when they be when the guards be talking to him in prison and shit? He start talking crazy. Be like, yeah, but what about the weak ass songs? That's right. <laughs> Some trash ass songs you was making in the sixties and seventies, motherfucker. Hey, he thought those shits were the joint, man. He thought them bitches and were when nobody, when nobody and I, with them but them I girls. can see it now too. Like you know what I'm saying? They be all outside and shit in front of the van by the campfire. He pull that motherfucking guitar out, get to play this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they all high. 
<laughs> and they, they ain't heard not, nothing else going on. They so high. They be like, oh, man, Charles, that was so sweet. That's yeah, hilarious, man. Bro. It was that. It was all right, though, man. It was a pretty good two seasons. Had, had my dude that played, uh, um, played in um, X Files. He Scully? was not Scully. It was Motor? Motor. Motor was the dude, right? Scully was the girl, right? Shit, I don't know. I just know one of them was Scully. Well, one of them it was, was Motor. Well, the, the, well, whichever one is the dude, y'all know I gotta go back and watch about that. Shit. I watch X-Files. X-Files now. Um, um, but oh, real quick. Uh, Jeremy Meeks, uh, aka Felon Bay, bro. This nigga went to jail. He got two years, and he did. He it was for robbery and uh, assaulting a sixty-year-old boy when he was eighteen. So I guess he beat that nigga up, and then <laughs> became a felon. <laughs> um, then he got federal charges for um, possession of a firearm and grand theft. So yeah, this nigga wasn't no like he wasn't that, but. You know, yeah. This nigga worth five million dollars now. Man, that's what I'm saying, and this man. nigga, <laughs> and this nigga's a crip. What Yo, is going on in America? That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. You don't get nowhere being a nice guy, man. Bro, Ted Bundy could could never be a gang member, bro. <laughs> hey, you stupid! This never. dude know with this being a gang member. Man, games didn't even exist yet. What in the fifties and sixties? Yeah, they did. I mean, in the sixties and seventies, they definitely. Well, the Crips and Bloods didn't until the eighties. No, I ain't talking about like that gang. I'm saying like any gang. You know, like West Side Story gangs. Yeah. Well, he was in the gang. You know what I'm saying? You know, he was a Republican. Ah, that's hilarious. (laughs) 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 Hey, that is hilarious. Yo, that's fire, bro. Hey. If y'all don't Yo, laugh at that at home, bro, y'all have no fucking listen, heart. That listen, is he, great. Um, he said he wasn't a <laughs> That was great. He, um, he actually worked um, Hold on. Don't so tell me 16. he worked in, on Nixon's campaign. He did. Because Nixon, Nixon was, what, 68? Yep. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, he did. Um, they, they don't show that in this movie, but, mm-hmm. you know, I've watched a bunch of shit on yeah. Ted Bundy. But uh, he actually worked in in uh, Seattle, Washington. He worked as I think he actually was the campaign manager, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, yo, see that's what I'm saying, bro. These niggas be living like tremendous lives, bro. Like these niggas is going around catching bodies. Yeah, this nigga that's what goes saying. to jail and has a fucking fan club. Who goes to jail and gains a fan club? Yo, like the women that were showing up the trial, dude. Was right now, right now. they actually Please. showed that in the movie too. Yeah. Of these women just showing up the trial, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, it's just it's a mistake about him." And nah, nah, he's nah, so, and all this he's, so, he's so daring. He no, 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 no. He's dreamy. Oh yeah, I forgot dreamy. Get the fuck out of <laughs> he's here, dreamy. Bro. That so, shit ain't um, cool, man. No, not at all. That's the whole thing about like um like OJ Simpson. Remember when mm-hmm. we did uh Made in America? Yeah. And that whole I think fifth episode when he went down to, um when he went down to Florida. Mm-hmm. And like he was just getting a gang of white women, and everybody he, was like, "But that's different, bro." He was the juice at one point in time. He was like, the juice. Ted at one Bundy point, was but... just nobody who just you know what I'm saying. This nigga, he had some game on him because apparently he was able to talk to these bitches and kill them. And then, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, this nigga goes <laughs> to jail for murder. This shit is all over the fucking news. And at that time, it was only four channels, so on every channel, I'm sure they'll talk about this shit. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What? Breaking news. Ted Bundy kills a bunch of motherfuckers. And they all women. And then the ladies just get to looking at him. Ooh, he's dreamy. No, this is that's <laughs> not cool, man. Now, what I what I didn't like about one of the documentaries that I watched, they was talking yeah. about how, you know what I'm saying, he always thought that this one person was his father. And then come to find out he wasn't, and because he was the bastard child, because people in the in the um people in the community like stopped fucking with his mom because like you know how they used to look at shit back then, like if you had a bastard baby or whatever, this is so like the, yeah, the, yeah, the community looks down on you. So, and they would talk about how he was a boy scout and and he never fit in with the Boy Scouts, so they used to treat him a certain way and all this bullshit. I'm like, you don't probably give me all these Probably because his ass is out there killing animals. <laughs> he probably was. Um, Fucking weirdo. But, nah, but, uh, look, but you know, we, we coming up on the office. Let me get to the shit. So, so when he traveled down to Florida after he was, you know what I'm saying, a fugitive, so yeah. he goes down to Florida State campus. Now, this motherfucker goes down there, goes into a sorority building, and of course, yeah, goes into a sorority <laughs> building and attacks in all six women, and um, and they would talk about like they was going through the details. Like this is actually in the movie where they were talking about he ripped one girl panties off so hard that it left burn marks on her side, like you know, on her panty area, panty mm-hmm. line area. Say he ripped them off so hard because of that. You know, he basically beat one girl to death. It, this is the weird thing. This dude took a a like a like a tree, uh like a piece of a tree, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy because like if it, what if it would have been an old tree? You hit a motherfucker with that and it just crumbled. You know what I mean? Yeah. He found he found a good one, apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> so that ain't funny. <laughs> So he beat, he, beat, he beat the woman with that. But this but this is how they got him though. Yeah. They got him for two reasons. Well, number one, three, his fingerprints was everywhere for number one. Of course. Number two, he ended up getting caught uh because he ended up using one of the girls' credit cards that he had took from the scene. That was another thing that kind of tied him to it. But the in third the 60s thing, and the 70s? Yeah, because you know, credit cards just really started becoming a thing. Nigga. No, but this is this was this was this was the seventies. This was seventy eight because he Nigga. ended up going back to jail in seventy eight. It has a woman's name on there. <laughs> hey. And he and he was driving one of them car. Come so, on. So, but this is the part though, and this is the first time this ever happened in court. Y'all can look this up. I know I'm right about this. For some odd reason, he thought it was a great idea, and don't laugh, but. He bit one of the girls in the ass. Ass cheek, yeah, and that's how they yeah. that's how they caught him. Yeah, that's how they caught him. They used yeah. they they got his molders from his mouth, mm-hmm. and this is the first time ever in trial where they where they used like identify to identify somebody by teeth marks. It's the first time it's ever happened in court. Well, this is the crazy thing. Him, but... This is why this is why I'm saying, bro. The sixties and seventies are wild ass time because only in the sixties and seventies would you do some freaky shit like that. <laughs> like, why are you biting this girl ass, yo? Like, no, not biting her ass. Biting her ass that hard. Why are you biting her ass that hard? And then we don't even know if she was dead. And then, and then when I he was in she court, dead, that's crazy. Yeah, when he was in court, this motherfucker really asked this question. He said, "Cause you know, cause at this point he had fired his lawyer. Mm-hmm. He asked, he asked the, the forensics person, 
did you basically use a real person as um to get like the the uh, the duplicate like things mm -hmm. or whatever? And he was like, uh, he was like, well, we couldn't use a, a live person because nobody volunteered for that. Right? <laughs> like, why would you ask a fucking question about? If it's a, a live person ass or some shit, like it was, I would tell you, like that whole thing, just to even think of like something like that happened on a fucking campus of like a serial killer who got bodies in California, Washington, Idaho, Utah, uh, I think it what was the other state, Oregon, in Oregon. Like this motherfucker goes now. He was he was taking people because a few of the victims were from um, Washington University. Mm -hmm. So he did have a thing for you know what I'm saying college girls mm -hmm. whatnot. But one girl was 12 years old. Yeah, I don't know what happened with him with that one, but he did have one 12 years old. Now the the one scene that I was talking about earlier that I said I wanted to bring up was. So when his ex-wife, she finally came to see him. He's on death row at this point. He's supposed to die any day. Mm -hmm. And it came out that he was going to finally, and because he always proclaimed his innocence. He yeah. always said it wasn't him. So, <clears throat> so coming up on his, um, his execution date, he said that he would you know, give details and give names and shit. Mm -hmm. So she came to see him. So she flew out to Florida to come see him. And she was like, yo, I need you to release me. I need you to finally tell me you did this shit. Mm -hmm. So he kept saying the whole no. Time she was she was riding with him. Yeah. Well, she, she started was driving drinking and everything. Yeah, she started drinking, smoking crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like she just couldn't, she couldn't. I think honestly, what really killed her, and they never really expressed this, this is just my opinion, is that like I I let this dude help me raise this girl. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. now she has to live the rest of her life knowing that the the your first your basically your father figure, you know what I'm saying, through your development years is mm -hmm. a serial killer that was out here killing. Nah, me. see you giving you giving Liz way too much credit, bro. Because that's not how women think. Women think selfishly, right? So really what she was thinking was, <laughs> I was riding with this motherfucker the whole time. <laughs> this nigga lied. That's how she really that's that's why she's really mad. She's mad because he lied to her. I mean, if truth, he came truth. out and told her the truth, she she would have rolled with him. Well, so she she comes out and she sees him. She like, yo, release me. And the the one officer or detective that was from Colorado gave mm -hmm. her a confidential envelope. Yeah, she never opened it. So she finally opened it when she went to go see him. And like, yo, what happened to this girl? And that was a girl that head that was missing. So he mm -hmm. asked her where the head was, and. Ted is like, yo, they're listening to us. I can't, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then she's like, so why are you admitting to, you know, giving them the truth or whatever? He was like, this is the only card I got for them to keep me alive because, you know, he was about to get executed. So she was like, you know, she begging him, pleading for him to tell her. So what Ted does oh, is it was crazy. He fucking like, that kind of like when you blow hot breath on something, you know, mm -hmm. you're right. This motherfucker writes hacksaw. So that was the way that he admitted to her that all of this shit that you're hearing about me 
I done it. And this one girl that you're showing me the picture that her head missing, I used a hacksaw to cut her head off. And like that's Yo, when she ran DNA out. DNA evidence was out. Like if DNA thing was out around that time, bro, so many of these niggas would have been locked up and gone. That's it just like been no issue. Cause like nigga, you know how much blood you gotta go through to hacksaw some shit? That's nuts, man. Nigga, you a hacksaw is not like for people who don't know what a hacksaw is, right? So a hacksaw is like it's the saw like the, that looked like the um it looked like a fucking bow like, and like arrow. the saw that, that like yeah, like the saw that they used in the very first saw movie. Yeah, to cut the to cut the chain. I mean, to cut the handcuff thing off his off his uh, foot or cut his foot well, off. Uh, that's when yeah, to cut his handcuff. foot off. That was the whole yeah, point of the movie because he tried to cut the chains first. But yeah. that's what a hacksaw is. So it's a real extremely thin blade on like a usually like a wooden or like a metal hand, a big ass wooden or metal handle. Let me tell you something about a hacksaw. Okay, depending on how wet whatever you cutting is, that motherfucker don't work. I tried to cut some wood one time with a hacksaw. And when you know how wood holds water. So the mm-hmm. deeper and deeper I kept getting into it, the wetter and you know what I'm saying? Like it was the moisture is getting rid of all the water mm-hmm. is getting released from it. But you know how long it took me to cut that shit? So I can uh, imagine between the blood and the sweat and all that off her body trying to cut through that. Man, that shit didn't do nothing for real, bro. It must have taken a minute. So I know blood and shit was everywhere. If DNA and shit was out, bro, this nigga would have been out. Man, that's just... And then that wasn't even really his MO. I mean, they didn't really talk about, like, the rest of the bodies, but, like, he he didn't really cut heads off. Nah, you know I, I, don't know what, I don't know what that shit I don't know what happened with this shit. lady. I don't... Th- I, you know what I think? <clears throat> I think that lady probably bit him. So he was just like, yeah, shit, no get rid of your head. You I mean, know I don't know. I don't know if he was because he seemed into biting. So I don't know if that was a thing. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know about that one, bro. Nah, but uh, but overall, I mean, the movie, the movie, um, like I said, this movie is more centered around Liz and like his relationship with her and Carol Ann. Carol Ann ended up, he ended up running into her with Liz. And then she ended up when he was locked up in Florida. Carol Ann just came and took over and started. You know what I'm saying? She was fucking him in the in the waiting room, and and like I said, she ended up marrying him during during the court case. But the one thing I don't like, and I I do like that how they use John Malkovich just to be that final judge. That was cool, but the thing is, is that there's that Florida trial was televised so they was able to use a lot of like you know real footage to reenact this shit that's going on so everything that went on during this trial like they didn't really need a script you know what i'm saying like they just used you know all of the shit that that they already had and what i did not like was how the judge was like you would have made basically a phenomenal lawyer. I would have loved to watch you practice. And then he was like, you know, he kept saying, you know, take care of yourself, take care of yourself. You know, I don't have no ill will towards you and all this fucking bullshit. And I'm like, yo, that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, 
This dude, at this point of time, killed three girls and attempted to kill three more girls. Yeah. And you sitting here saying that he would have been a great lawyer if he would have chose a different life and you don't have no ill will towards him and all this like shit. I mean, like, but you, you got to think about the shit she was going through in that whole time, too. Like, at that point, it, I, I think it was more so to get that stress and that depression off of her. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the judge. That's what the judge oh, the, said. The judge? Well, yeah, yeah that's the what the judge. judge. That's some shit a judge would say, though. That's some bullshit. You can't. I mean, as a judge, you can't really be biased in that situation. You can't even if you be, think a motherfucker guilty. True, but like, I don't think you should be because I'm pretty sure some of the victim family was in there, or at least watch it. And you sitting here saying nice things about this dude about how you would have loved to seen him do his practice. I mean, she was and a woman. You would have made a phenomenal lawyer, huh? She was a woman, wasn't she? No, the judge was John Malkovich. Oh, why am I thinking the judge was a woman? Never mind. Go ahead, I'm listening. But, uh, but I like how he had that little cameo, man. Uh, because John always find a way. To, you, yeah. you know, that's your guy. He always finds sure. a way to stand out. He always everything he does out. is great. Yeah. So, um, but now nah, I, I I know. That we didn't necessarily like do the movie, but I mean, come on, man, this is this this is a great opportunity I mean, listen, to be able really to like talk about Ted. Yeah, it's yeah. a true story, so it ain't like you know. You yeah, kind of but... just read the movie for real. If you go back and look it up and research it. Oh yeah, definitely, man, definitely, man. But but like I said in the coming soon, this this was really technically the second time. Mm-hmm. But this is the movie that I was like, yo, Zach Efron really got potential. He could really be a good actor. The fact that they made Zach Efron play this role, do you know how many more brownie points Ted Bundy got? <laughs> Heartthrob hey. Zach Efron is playing Ted Bundy, the one of the most infamous. Uh, uh, um, lady killers of all time. Okay, so let me ask you this. Yeah, do you think he got more ass right mm-hmm. from doing this movie or Baywatch? Oh, definitely this movie. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Nigga, Ted Bundy got ass, and he didn't even do this. He was making this movie, and he got ass. So. I know Zach Efron because listen, when this shit came out, right? Netflix has a uh, Netflix also does a podcast called um, Oh shit, what is that podcast called? Um, it's called what is it? What the watch or behind the? Hold on, I'm about to find it. But basically, um, they did they did the they talked to like oh, it's called you can't. You can't make this up. And basically, um, they, you know, interview the directors or the sometimes they interview the actors or whatever of like documentaries, movies, you know what I'm saying? All the Netflix joints. And so they had did um they had did this one and they were talking about the director. And they were talking about how when they when they had came out and once they were, you know, going like on Twitter and everything, and they were saying like it was like hella tweets just about how sexy Zac Efron was. It wasn't even about the shit, 
But like it was yeah. the the whatever the movie, you know what I'm saying? Like they do the hashtags for the movie, whatever the movie hashtag was, but it'd be like, oh, Zach Efron is so such and such, and oh, I saw in love with Zach Efron, and, and like one girl was like, Zach Efron could have killed me, and like it's all kind of crazy shit. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what that's what I'm saying, bro. It's crazy to the fact to me, bro. Like Ted Bundy was doing this shit then. Like the fact that it's it's just wild that people can go crazy over a motherfucker knowing good and goddamn well like he could end your life at any point in time because this is what he does true true i mean look you're you right you're right but yeah, but you know what i'm saying we'll go to the fire plane then. <laughs> um for me so okay i didn't i wasn't able to watch the whole thing i got through a, a bit of it though um but Everybody kind of knows the story. Like I said, he's a famous serial killer, so everybody kind of knows the gist of the story. This one kind of went a little deeper and went into his personal life, which I didn't know that he was married twice, let alone married once. I didn't know that, you know what I'm saying, he helped uh, raise the girl and everything else. I didn't know none of this shit, so this was very interesting to find out uh, that the whole time he was going around doing this, like, this nigga had a daughter and this nigga had a family. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's some crazy shit in itself. But the cast is great, of course. Um, and now I know that anytime you put Zach Efron in the, any kind of movie, you know what I'm saying, it's going to get watched uh, by the women of America. Um, but it gave me some insight into some more stuff about Ted Bundy that I had no idea about. So um, I'm going to give it a four. Okay, cool, cool. Um, like you said, good cast. Um, I'm not mad at it at all. Um, I think that they did good with the facts, showing the facts, um, being able to play out some of the stuff that I seen the 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 documentary of it and actually show the whole thing of him being in the cell, tying his boots, jumping off the bed repeatedly to get himself prepared for that jump. You know, showing all that type of stuff. Um, actually, they didn't play out the the murders of the women in Florida state, but they, mm-hmm. they, they read the details out in court. So, you know, that part was pretty good, but I'm, I'm going to give it a four myself. Um, I think this is a movie that kind of got, I mean, it, it was, it was spoken about. Don't get me wrong. It was spoken about when it came out, because this is a, this is an older film. Like, Mm-hmm. Like this film came out in 2019. 19. So, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm going to give it a four, man. I'm going to give it a nice. four. Nice. All right, man. Um, Yeah, that's that's some crazy shit. I, I, I don't know, man. I just be intrigued around shit like that. Like, how the fuck can you just be so enthused with a motherfucker like that? Like that's like for me Stockholm syndrome. Like I'm a real, real big. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. I about to say advocate, but that's definitely not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have a I have a super high interest in uh, in the whole concept of Stockholm syndrome because it's one of those things that like baffles the shit out of me of how you could be in danger one moment and then like somehow you end up falling in love or like having such an admiration for somebody that's like hurting you. It's, it's 
it's just the way the line works with that is is super intriguing to me. Um, but yo, man, next episode, you guys get ready. We got a fun one. This is one of my favorite movies. Um, this is one of the joints that I love to watch. Uh, I watch it, you know what I'm saying, um, sparingly. But every time it comes on, it's always a good watch. Starring Tom Hanks, man. We doing big. You know what I'm saying? This is where uh, Tom Hanks basically was a little boy. <clears throat> when Tom Hanks wasn't a little boy, but the little boy basically makes a wish. Comes, uh, it, it actually happens in real life, and he becomes an adult because he's sick of his parents' shit, and then he has to live life as an adult, and he gets to do all of the things that a little kid would do if they were an adult. Well, I don't have too much because I've never seen Big. So this is going to be my first time seeing Big. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see it, man, because... We'll um, say this, though. This was a very, very uh, interesting look into the difference in cultures because at the age the dude was when he had made this wish, right, and became Tom Hanks, it's Mm -hmm. a scene in the movie where, you know what I'm saying, he meets this lady. And, you know what I'm saying, he brings her back to the house. And, you know what I'm saying, the lady think that they about to, you know what I'm saying, get busy. And, you know, of course, my nigga a virgin. He don't know no better. He like, ugh. Yeah, that scene with, with, <laughs> with a 13-year-old black kid, bro, totally different. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. Not, not one 13-year-old black kid I grew up with was ever like, ugh. Why you stupid? Yeah, it's but it's it's funny seeing like you know what I'm saying the just the shit that <laughs> you know what I'm saying that he's doing in his movie as because like the whole time this and and it's such great acting because the whole time he's acting like a a kid through the through the whole movie because mentally yeah. you know what I'm saying he's still fucking thirteen he's got the body of a grown man so like all the shit that he's doing is exactly what the fuck a kid would do so yeah yeah that, is, uh, they they redid this movie then. They redid this movie with Jennifer Garner. 13 going on 30. 13 going on 30. Nah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. That's not the same. 13 going on 30 is <laughs> trash compared to Big. <laughs> Fuck out of here with Jennifer Gardner. 13 going on 30. Mm. Same concept uh, for sure, but Big is way better. 13 going on 30 was, I, I can't, I mean, I couldn't relate to it because I'm not a girl, but. Yeah, big. I definitely could, cause like as a kid, I totally understand everything where my man was coming from, except for the scene where that nigga said, "Uh." Outside of that, like I totally understand where my nigga was coming from. Like that nigga had, this nigga had a New York high rise, and in the middle of the whole high rise, nigga had a, a bunk bed in the middle of the room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, this nigga, this nigga got a job with this toy company, right? And this nigga was in marketing, so this nigga was like. <laughs> this nigga was making such great money. Like this nigga had like arcade games in the house. This nigga had like every fucking toy possible. Like, this nigga was living life, bro. For a thirteen year old, this nigga was making it. <laughs> they got a job, and this nigga was getting every toy he ever wanted, bro. That shit was so oh, crazy. Man. This nigga had like hella video games. His best friend was still the same age and shit, so he was running around with this little kid. It's it's a wild ass movie, bro. When you see it, you're gonna be like. Who the fuck is not suspicious of this grown ass man running around with this kid? Oh man. But it's a yeah, great man. Movie, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting first watch for me, man. Yeah, man. So uh next episode, man, we're doing big starting time. Hanks, y'all make sure y'all tune in. Um 
y'all already know, man, if you like the episode, if you didn't like the episode, if you want to request something, um, you know what I'm saying? If you want to just drop by and say hi, man, hit us up on those socials on Instagram and Twitter at Pod. You can also hit us up on Facebook at Pod Watch Group. As far as I go, you can hit me up on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. I have a link tree in my bio, so you can go there and find me everywhere else. Yes, sir. Y'all can find me at uh, s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod on IG. Um, stay tuned for a new episode of 28 Minutes or Less. Um, something's going to be coming out very soon, so be on the lookout for that. And also check out the old episodes in the archives. Man, the last episode that I did was Ghost of Old Miss. You know what I'm saying? The story on the what was it? The night, the nineteen, I think nineteen sixty-five, uh, Ole Miss Rebels football team that went undefeated. But it's also about the riot that went on campus because of the first black student to go to um, Mississippi University. His name is James Meredith, and um, so I told the story of that. So I think it's a really good episode. I think it's a really good thirty for thirty. So I think mm-hmm. everybody should check that out, man. That's a great history lesson for the people. But um, but go check out that last episode that I put out of of twenty eight minutes or less. For sure, man. And also, man, get on them socials. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up and congratulate my guy, man. Hit my guy up. Let him know. Congratulations, man. My man is living in you know what I'm saying a brand new house. You know what I'm saying doing this thing. Super proud of my guy. Super happy for him. And y'all should be too. So go show some support. Show some love to my boy, man. Um, Thank you. Thank you. No problem, bro. Uh, Yeah, and with that being said, man, listen, we'll see you guys next episode. Can't wait for it. Until then, you know what they say in Hollywood, man. That's a wrap. Cut.